Larry Bird's not walking through that door. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. It's my team. It's my quarterback. A kick. It is. Good. 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 To be the man, you gotta beat the man. The 2 1. Swung line drive left field. One run is in. Here's Kevin Green. This is the Powers on Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Powers on Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Powers, down in Tampa, Florida, as we head into another weekend of NFL, college football, Major League Baseball playoffs are down to their championship series, and the NBA Finals is still ongoing. It is what a Thursday and Friday night of action we've had in the NFL with the Bucks and the Bears. We're going to talk about the NBA Friday night, the Heat and the Lakers in a fantastic Game 5, and then a Game 5 in the Major League Baseball Divisional Series between the Rays and the Yankees. What a spectacular Friday night of sports if you're a sports fan. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Tell your friends about us. Reach out to me if you have any comments or questions on Twitter at, at JPOSports is the Twitter handle. But uh, what a tremendous Friday night. First off, let's get to Major League Baseball. The Yankees and the Rays in a winner-take-all Game 5 matchup Friday night in San Diego. Garrett Cole on three days rest. Glass now starting for the Rays on two days rest. A classic pitching battle. The Rays going with their bullpen by committee approach. Bringing in their literally their best, their best relief pitcher. They brought him in, Nick Anderson, in the third inning. The Yankees... Let Garrett Cole go five innings, five and a third, before they go to Zach Britton. And then they go to Aroldis Chapman in the seventh inning, which turns out to be a fatal decision for Aaron Boone and the Yankees. As Mike Brousseau, the same Mike Brousseau who almost got his head taken off by Aroldis Chapman in early September, faces Chapman in the eighth inning of a 1-1 game. And Mike Brousseau, on a 10 or 11 pitch at bat, takes Araldis Chapman deep in the left field seats to win the game for the Rays 2-1. And the Tampa Bay Rays advance to the American League Championship Series where they will see the Houston Astros once again, the same Astros that knocked them out in 2019 in a deciding Game 5. That series will start on Sunday. Major revenge. What a job by Kevin Cash and the Rays managing the bullpen, managing the roster, timely pinch hitting, timely defensive switching, timely pitching decisions. Again, bringing Nick Anderson in the third inning for two and a two and two thirds. Fairbanks comes in the game. Diego Castillo in the eighth and ninth inning shuts the door on the Yankees as the Yankees fall once again. Because of Araldis Chapman gives up the long ball late. 
you know, just no confidence by Aaron Boone and anybody but Britton and Chapman and Garrett Cole. And he gets burned once again as Chapman gives up the home run on a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Other side of the ledger, the Los Angeles Dodgers will play the Atlanta Braves in the NLCS. That, that series will start on Saturday. I like the Braves. I know everybody's all the Dodgers are, have been the best team from, from the get-go, but the Atlanta Braves got something cooking with that pitching staff. They got young young starters, Ian Anderson, Max Freed, uh, Kyle Wright. The bullpen has been electric in their five wins. I think they've had four shutouts out of their five wins. I think the Braves have enough hitting with Acuna, with, with Freddie Freeman, with Duvall. I like the Atlanta Braves in six games to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers and advance to the World Series where they will meet the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays will dispose of the Astros, I believe, in six games as well. I just think the pitching depth for the Rays is just unmatched. The Astro pitching depth is not great at all. And ultimately, great pitching tends to beat great hitting. Again, you're going to have your, your starters lined up for the race. Snell, Morton, and Glass now will be ready to go. Yarborough will be probably pitching that fourth game. And remember, these championship series, they're going to play seven straight game days, no off days. So there won't be opportunities to rest starting, starting pitchers. And I think the pitching depth of the, of the Rays will be the difference here, especially come the bullpen. You have a star in the making for the Rays in Randy Arazarena. What a performance he had in the in the divisional series versus the Yankees. He was robbed of a home run in game five by Brett Gardner. This guy's just a spunky little player. I love I really like him hitting in the middle of that Rays order. You got so many quality guys for the Rays. Meadows, Choi, Yandy Diaz, Wendell. They've all been with timely hits. You know, they've been getting some production from the bottom of the order with their catcher, Zanino and Perez. Uh, excellent defensively, and I really think they're gonna. This is a revenge tour for the Rays. They're gonna take out the Houston Astros, and it's gonna be a Rays Braves World Series. Let's go to Game Five NBA Finals Friday night. The Jimmy Butler versus LeBron James show. What a job by the Heat. The Heat escape out of Game Five with a three-point win. Tremendous heart and soul by Jimmy Butler. Still no Goran Dragic for the Heat. Out of Bios back. Duncan Robinson with a huge game in Game 5. Hero with some timely baskets, but Jimmy Butler was the catalyst for the Miami Heat. Tremendous performance. 35 points. Double-digit assists. Double, almost double-digit rebounds. Uh, LeBron James played very well for the Lakers. Anthony Davis was... Hobbled throughout the game, a couple of nagging injuries, so it'll be interesting how he recovers. Great game by LeBron James, but full credit to the Miami Heat and Eric Spolstra for getting this series to a game six. I don't think anybody thought this would go past five games. Just a tremendous effort. Gritty, gutty, not Scotty Skiles, but gritty, gutty, the Miami Heat. So game six will be Sunday night in Orlando. Again, I, I, it would not shock me if the Heat won a, a sixth game to force a seventh game. I really like the Heat. They are just a, a team. They play hard. They play together. They have shooters with Hero, with Duncan Robinson. So 
Big big contributions Friday night out of Kendrick Nunn off the bench. Um, so look for the Heat. I like the Heat in Game Six to extend this to a seventh game, which would be Tuesday night in Orlando in the bubble. So let's get to Thursday night football: Bears Bucks in Chicago. My Bucks. Bucks jump out early, ten nothing, thirteen nothing actually. Um, great, you know, good job first half. They were very depleted on offense with no Godwin. No, the running back situation was in, in a tough state. Ronald Jones ran the ball very well for the Bucks. Costly turnover late in the half. The Bears take the lead 14-13. This game turns into a field goal fest in the second half. In the moment of truth, Tom Brady, of all players, Tom Brady, forgets what down it is and thinks it's fourth down, thinks it's third down when it's really fourth down and thus throws an incomplete pass on third down thinking there's a fourth down when it was really fourth down to end the game. So the Chicago Bears win the game 20-19. to Arians had an opportunity with about five minutes to go on fourth and one from the Chicago 11 down 19-17. He could have he, I'm sorry, down seven, down 17-16, he could have gone for it. I would have liked to have seen him go for it fourth and one only because if you don't make it, you still have five minutes and timeouts to get the ball back and kick a field goal. If you do kick the field goal at 17-16, you're just opening the door for the Bears to go down and kick a game winner at the gun, which they went down and kicked a field goal with less than two minutes left. Um, Nick Foles orchestrated a nice drive to get him in field goal range. Brady gets him gets him to about midfield. And again, we have a the, the, the down gap of all things, of all players. Tom Brady doesn't know it's fourth down and looks bewildered when he when, when everybody on the team is running off the field after fourth down incomplete and he thinks he's got another down. Tom, take your medicine and tell the media you 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 screwed it up. Don't try to come up with a story. Don't try to come up with a, with an excuse. You and the offensive staff screwed it up. You especially, you got to know it's fourth down. You can't you can't make that mistake. You 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 know, take the hit. Take the hit, take the hit. Don't come up with a with a bullshit excuse of what what this or that. Take the hit, Tom. Take the hit, Bruce Arians, and get it over with. A game the Buccaneers had no business losing. Uh, they were the better team. They are the better team. The Bears have a good defense, but but still, the Bears had no business winning that game. Um, Vita Vea goes out of the game for the Buccaneers with a broken leg. He's done for the year. Uh, again, tough loss for the Buccaneers. The only good thing is they're going to have some extended time to get ready for the Packers next Sunday, and I do think this will... This will refocus the Buccaneers as the Green Bay Packers come to town, coming off of a bye week and a showdown game next week. The Bears head to four and one, Buccaneers three and two. But again, so that's this is going to be a game. If the Bucks don't get a home game in the playoffs, this will be the game that you go back to and say should have should have been the game that would have got them home field or or potentially a home game in the playoffs and potentially a division title. So, I hate to say it, but remember this game on the on the on the ledger. College football slate. We're going to go over just a couple of games. There's not a big schedule, not a big set of games. 
this weekend. Next weekend, there's a great there will be a great slate of games. You got Georgia, Alabama next week. Uh, will be the highlight. Uh, this week, you got a couple of, of high high profile matchups. You got Miami and Clemson Saturday night. You got Florida State, Notre Dame. Name only though, that's a big matchup, but that's not really a great one. You have Oklahoma, Texas, and you have Tennessee and Georgia. Uh, a sneaky game for me will be Florida and Texas A&M on Saturday. Um, Florida travels to College Station. I got a funny feeling Florida's laying six points. I got a funny feeling Texas A&M's going to play a big game tomorrow. Texas A&M was lit up last week in Tuscaloosa by Alabama. Florida's defense, not great. Kyle Trask and company on offense is playing very well, but I got a funny feeling this game's going to go right down to the wire in College Station. Would not shock me if AM pulls the upset here. Uh, you have Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma's lost two in a row. Texas lost last week. Not nearly the matchup it could have been a couple of weeks ago. You have Georgia heading to Athens to play ten uh, to host Tennessee. Tennessee's on fire. They've won eight games in a row. Uh, Georgia coming off a thrashing of Auburn last week between the hedges. Georgia's laying twelve. You got Florida State uh, getting 21 as they head to Notre Dame. And you have Clemson hosting the Miami Hurricanes Saturday night primetime. Herb Street and Fowler on the call. Clemson laying about 16. Is Miami back? Or is this just the same old Miami? The Eric King and, and company have done a nice job. Manny Diaz done a nice job establishing reestablishing the Miami name a little bit, but this is the this is the, game, the kind of game they got to win to get their name back in the national discussion. Can Miami control Trevor Lawrence, Etienne, and company in Death Valley on the road? Uh, they've been crushed the last two times they played Clemson. It'll be a big test for the Canes. I like the Canes in the points. I don't know if they're going to win the game. I don't think they're going to win the game. But I think it's going to be a really good game. I think De'Aaron King's going to get, do, uh, do do well. I like the Miami defense. I think they've got some players on defense with their defensive line. So give me Miami in the 16 tomorrow night in Clemson. Death Valley, Saturday night, primetime. I like Georgia in a low-scoring game, a you know 27-7, a 27-10 kind of game against Tennessee. Uh, I think Tennessee's much improved. But I do like what I saw out of Georgia, especially on defense. I like their little quarterback, Stetson Bennett. Nice nice job managing the game. A couple of good running backs. Uh, so give me Georgia minus the 12. And I do like Texas A&M tomorrow plus the 6 against the Gators. An early start in College Station uh, will be a tricky one for the Gators, I do believe, to get out of there alive. So those are my three kind of college picks that I like. Again, the docket is not a great docket as far as college goes tomorrow. And again, you've got a couple heavyweight matchups the following week with uh, Georgia and Alabama headliners. Okay, let's transition to the National Football League week number five, Sunday games. Again, the theme of this week has been the COVID issues. We've got more COVID issues. Uh, New England and Denver being postponed till Monday. Night, you have uh, the Titans with their with their debacle and the COVID issues are being has been pushed to Tuesday, where they'll play Buffalo on Tuesday. Uh, the Jets had a had a COVID scare, but it, that looks like that has been uh, resolved, and they will play on Sunday. But again, Tennessee's gonna you're gonna see some major punishment to the Tennessee Titan organization for their 
kind of their sounds like their lackluster uh, adherence to the protocols. They had team practices at a, at a local high school, which broke all the protocols for the NFL. So that they're going to get hammered for this. Expect a huge fine, a couple million dollar fine. Expect draft picks to be lost again. I, up to I, I'm going to guess a second or a third round draft pick is going to be uh, forfeited by the Titans. Um, but again. COVID is kind of seeping into the National Football League season. I think you're, you're going to hear more and more speculation that the, the season will get will get extended at least one week to where that can be a makeup game, a makeup scenario for these teams that are beginning to get, to get affected by COVID. The, the, and you're going to see the Titans get stuck. You're going to see the Titans. They're going to have to play on Tuesday night, and then they're also going to turn around and play on Sunday. So, I think the league is going to stick it to the Titans as much as they can on these scheduling issues uh, to make it very apparent for everybody else in that league that they are not going to tolerate all this stuff. A um, couple good matchups in the league. You got a couple quarterback changes. You got the Washington team is going to go with Kyle Allen. Dwayne Haskins has been demoted to third string. You got Bill O'Brien, who was fired in, with, with the Texans. Uh, Romeo Cornell's going to be the interim coach. Um, that was a long time coming. Apparently, there was a major blow-up between J.J. Watt and O'Brien. Um, you got Buffalo and Tennessee. They're going to play Tuesday night. You have Arizona and the Jets. They're going to stay on Sunday. You got Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's back after a hiatus in their bye week because of the COVID issue with the Titans. Uh, you've got uh, Miami and San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo returning for the for the San Francisco 49ers. You have the depleted Dallas Cowboys hosting the Giants. Jason Garrett returns to Dallas uh, in his first return. Maybe the game of the week is probably the Colts and the Browns. Who would have thunk that uh, two months ago that the Colts-Browns would have been a uh, late afternoon primetime game? You've got uh, Sunday night, you got the Vikings and the Seahawks on Sunday. And then uh, Monday night, you've got, again, you've got uh, Monday night football happening with the, I'll, I'll think of it in a second here. But, all right, let's go to some, some plays that I like for the, for the week. I do like the Houston Texans minus the five, five and a half against the Jaguars on Sunday in Houston. I look for an inspired effort. Deshaun Watson, defensively, they'll play better. Not a not a fan of the Minshew project in Jacksonville. It's, it's nice and to talk about, but I just don't think they're going to be good enough. Uh, I like the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo returning, hosting the Dolphins. I think they're they're due to go on a little run here. For a couple games, again, how how long, how much longer is Flores gonna gonna stick with uh, Fitzpatrick before Tua gets the call? So again, on the let me give me one second here, and I'll get you that Monday night game. Monday night football. You are listening to the Powers on Sports podcast. I'm your host. I'm a little frustrated tonight. I was, I'm recording on, on Friday night. I was supposed to have a high school football game, but one of my one of the teams that I was supposed to referee, I believe, got COVID, had some COVID issues, so my game gets canceled. So I'm not happy that I was 
sitting home on a Friday night. I'd much rather be calling the game. Um, here we go. Monday night, the Chargers are going to New Orleans to face the Saints. After Hurricane Delta rolls through Louisiana, they are going to keep the game in New Orleans. There was speculation they might take that game to Indianapolis, but they're going to keep the game in New Orleans. Monday night, Justin Herbert's been named the permanent starter for the Chargers. That's the right decision by Anthony Lynn. They're going to be hosting the New Orleans, or they're going to be going to New Orleans to see Drew Brees and the Saints. So, games that I like this week National Football League, Week 5. I like the Minnesota Vikings getting seven points on the road Sunday night in Seattle. Most people think I'll take Seattle. I liked Philadelphia last week. I had Philadelphia plus the nine against the uh, 49ers. I love that. I lo that's just too many points to give a decent team. I, same thing with Minnesota. I think Minnesota is going to be able to score enough to keep the game close. Uh, so give me Minnesota plus the seven. I kind of like a teaser between the, I like a teaser involving the 49ers and the Houston Texans. Uh, I like those two teams. If you like the tease games, two-team teaser, give me those two together. Uh, I also like the, like the Carolina Panthers in Atlanta. Julio Jones is going to be very questionable whether he's going to play or not. Give me the Carolina Panthers in Atlanta. Atlanta just can't get out of their own way. Got smashed by Green Bay Monday night. Panthers are playing really well. I like what I see out of Matt Rule, Teddy Bridgewater, and company. And so give me the Panthers minus getting getting a point and a half on the road. And I like what the Rams are doing. The Rams against the Washington football team. Tease down the Rams. Teams to tease. The Rams. The 49ers. And the Houston Texans are three teams that I like to tease. So and I'm also and also Monday night, I would also take the Chargers and the eight points as well. I think Herbert and company uh, will keep it close. Good enough defense. And the offense is coming around. It's not a great, not a great NFL docket, to be honest with you. You got Buffalo and Tennessee. That, that, that game's Tuesday night. Too hard to call there because you don't know what Tennessee's been doing. Cincinnati-Baltimore, not a great game. Philly and Pittsburgh, a battle of Pennsylvania, potentially could be a decent game. Philly's still decimated with injuries on offense. No Deshaun Jackson, no Alshon Jeffrey. Um, you know, you, you got, again, you got the Giants going to Dallas with the return of Jason Garrett. Uh, Tyron Smith uh, is done for the year, left tackle for the Cowboys, so their offensive line is in, 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 in disarray a little bit. Again, from a pure watching perspective, the game of the day is probably the Colts and the Browns in Cleveland. Late late afternoon in Cleveland. Baker Mayfield and company running the ball great. Nick Chubb, injured injured knee, out six weeks. You got Kareem Hunt. And you got the Colts with the number one rated defense in the league. You got a good running game, Jonathan Taylor. You got a manageable passing game with Phillip Rivers and company. Uh, that's a tough game to call. It's basically a pick em game. The Colts are... Listed as about a, as about a one point favorite. That's a tough game to call, um, but I'll take the Indianapolis Colts in a in a very close game in Cleveland to get it done on defense. No Darius Leonard, no left tackle Anthony Costanzo. Um, fantasy guy to think about here if he's available is Dearness Johnson, the backup running back in Cleveland. 
He'd be some somebody to look look out for. Also, Justin Jackson, running back, uh, L.A. Chargers. Uh, Eckler done for four, five, six weeks after in, getting injured last week in Tampa. So a guy like Justin Jackson, maybe Josh Kelly, two guys to look out for in, with Los Angeles, with the Chargers. And then you have, uh, again, you've got uh, the, the speculation, is, is Cam Newton going to be, be able to return for the Patriots in that game that which got moved to Monday night? Still no word. If they'll be able to move that game, if Cam Newton will pass enough of the pass enough and have enough negative tests to be able to play, big player in New England last week, Damian Harris, the Alabama, the former Alabama running back, really established himself when they played Kansas City last week. So um, look out there if you're looking for a guy. Sounds like Henry Ruggs is going to be returning for the Raiders as they head to Kansas City in a tough game against the Chiefs. It's a tough matchup for the Raiders. Just a, not a lot of offense going on in Oakland. You have Waller. You got Josh Jacobs. They're going to try to take the air out of the ball there. Uh, defensively, the Raiders are not great on defense, so that could be a problem. So uh, look look for a uh, Kansas City W there. So there you have it. Week 5, National Football League. Week 6 of the college football season. Again, Game 6, NBA Finals, Sunday night. I like the Heat to, to force a Game 7. And then you have the AL and NLCS is starting this weekend. NLCS starts on Saturday, Braves-Dodgers. I like the Braves to win the series in six games. And you got the Rays and the Astros, and I like the Rays to win the, game, the series in six games. So there you have it. Check out the Powers on Sports podcast. Tell your friends about it. Spread the word. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, and all your several of your big podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time on the Powers on Sports Podcast.